So, uh, all right, I'll do an intro. Um, <laughs> leave it all in. It's Hi, gonna everybody. <laughs> it's Laughter the Club again. I'm Jeff. There's Jeanette. Some other people might show up, but I kind of doubt it. We'll see. So, how's your week been, Jeanette? Uh, too long. Damn it. <laughs> do you think, like, nobody's here because they're all like buying more lotto tickets i did that before i came to here uh well, oh, i mean no, you don't, they're all in different ta- they're in different time zones that's true they're ahead that's of us true. but you know what pisses me off hmm. is when the lotto when the guy at the store doesn't know how to use the lotto machine because hmm. i got like i got five quick picks on the mega but he didn't know how to put five on one piece of paper Ah. Uh, so then he just printed out five separate ones and my wallet's all bulgy and hurts my ass. I hate it. It's a pretty stupid thing to be complaining about. But well, yeah, my week is kicking my ass. So here we are recording on a Friday night. I have a beer and I'm half awake. So yay. Anyway, you were saying? No, it just seems like, once again, you know, um, it seems like that's a poor use of paper resources. So we'll continue to ruin the environment. In I our mean, pers- I work at a law firm. I think we print 7,000 pages a day. So I shouldn't be one to speak, I guess. But I keep I keep trying to get it more digital. But, you know, these olds, they like they like to have it. I was. I was, tr- we had a client trying to send us bank statements, like pages and pages of bank statements yeah. by taking cell phone pictures of each oh. one. And it was just hell. God, it sucked. And like, I couldn't figure out how to send them. And they were coming through too small. And it was just back and forth. And yeah, love that. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see. What do we have to talk about today? We have to talk about the picture, the picture with Tuck and Golik and Golik and Gots. Um, I know there's been commentary on this so far, right? And it's usually goes one of two ways. It's either like Stu looks like a schmuck or go or golic senior is so fucking hot and <laughs> i i honestly i didn't even see Stu in the picture golic is just so fine these days it's unbelievable i mean look at the guy's what pushing 60 and he he looks at least 300 percent better than he did when he was pushing 30 gives yes. me hope yes even I want to say like it's a huge improvement for him even from like the past 3 years. Oh yeah. Or so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how like obviously a lot of that is from 
not having to prepare for the morning show he used to do. Well, I mean, yeah, he used to be there at what, like 4 a.m. or some shit ridiculous like that every day? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to take care of yourself when you're doing that? Yeah, and it's also uh, like that that's such a limiting schedule for the like doing the things that you would want to do. You're constantly working around work. And I mean, we all do that to an extent. But if you really want to have like a fan moment, like, oh my God, go like. And at first, I didn't understand the attraction that certain people have towards him because I just think of Golik as like lovable grandpa. So to me, he's he's like off limits. And then you see when people start making comments about certain things, you're like, I get it, but it's still not my jam. I res I respect you too much to judge you on your appearance, Mr. Golik. You know? Mm -hmm. I have no such qualms. <laughs> but if you go back and see the videos of him dancing at the um at Lake Tahoe, he's totally preening for the audience. Oh yeah, he's stoked. Yeah, he he knows that he has that um following that there are people that are thirsting for him and he's just giving it away oh he's he's enjoying it for so sure. he has yeah he has no problem like peacocking it up and he understands this and he also the other thing the other thing that makes him hyper aware and i guess he like feeds into it is knowing how uncomfortable gojo is with the golic stands making the comments so like when mina and katie nolan and l duncan to name a few are in the mentions about zaddy golic and woo, and the eyeball emojis and all that stuff the fact that it just as we know I mean, he's playing it exactly how he should like you lean into that to make your kid as uncomfortable as possible and if and if there's one thing we know about Golik Senior and Christine is they will not waste an opportunity to make their kids uncomfortable. Hell no. <laughs> Privately or publicly, and then the private becomes public. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now they. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and a part of it's just like the glow up factor of it, right? It's like a differential where it's like. Oh my god, we looked at this guy for so many years and this is not what he looks like. But one other thing that Amin addressed this week. Do you had... think if if Mike Golick towards the end of his ESPN time, if he looked like this, would this have been a consideration for him to stay with the network? Like some executive would have been like, we cannot let this beefcake go. Or would it, it or is it still just like it it's 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 simply ledgers, it's simply you know, it, it was just simply a cost like regardless. I, I, no, I don't I don't know that there's a ton of really deep thought that goes into how ESPN goes about these things. I mean you think there would be because of the size of the company, 
but nothing about the way they execute necessarily leads me to believe they're like the people that are making these decisions are really like delving into the content and figuring out what's actually the best stuff and what's not and what they're just kind of plugging and playing over and over again i imagine it's like the wheel of issues and it just has like personalities names on it and whoever lands on it that's who's going to be included in the next round of layoffs within groups yeah pretty much yeah i think so but yeah i mean i don't know um but yeah, the other part of that picture well two things amin touched on something earlier this week which i thought was key for that picture which is that gojo has i mean um senior has the perfect tuck his shirt is tucked in the perfect amount very difficult to execute you know not puffed out there yeah very difficult to execute as well as he did and it was like dialed in which brings me to the other issue with the po- picture which is that Stu would have looked totally fine if he wasn't the only one well there's two options here he wasn't the only one with his shirt tucked untucked or and you know Stu, i know you'll never hear this but i've been getting dress shirts lately that are designed not to be tucked in so they're not so damn long like what he's buying is like something off the rack that's like a size too big and is be- meant to be worn under a suit in like 1998 mm-hmm. and so he has all of this extra material he would have to tuck in which either looks bad or is uncomfortable and then like you know if you have like a pocket if you have a pocket on your shirt and then that happens and you do the tuck then sometimes the pocket ends up on like your belly instead of like where it should be up here. <laughs> and that's not what you want either. And so, you know, get get yourself a nice shirt that does is designed not to be tucked in, Stu. I thought the most the most um like a win for Stu in that photo was the fact that the shirt was ironed. It be- did seem ironed. Because I would have bet any amount of money that he just went to Ross or Marshalls or whatever and went to the the dress shirt section where they're in the plastic and that's what he would have worn and you would have seen like the lines and maybe he had like you know they have like the the, the pins in them sometimes and mm-hmm. you, you you think you got them on and then you put it on and you stab yourself mm-hmm. but yeah that's definitely a shirt that required a jacket so maybe if he had gone, I mean, like they said, it was a, a casual, um, like I think situation. It was smart business casual or something like. That. Yes. So if there had been a jacket, maybe it would have distracted, or maybe I think the thing he wanted to do by untucking it is not emphasize his stomach because if he would have tucked the shirt in, it would have. Where he probably thought people will only see my gut if it's tucked Which in. Which brings me back to the shirt that's not designed to be tucked in, sits at about waist level, isn't halfway down to your halfway down your ass, you know, still sits loose. As a fat myself, I've I have 
looked into these and i'm telling you they're the ticket plus tucking your shirt in is just uncomfortable i hate it <laughs> it looks like he was wearing remember how the you know how like sometimes they'll post like from lebron's draft class and those super long suits he looks like he's wearing a lebron suit shirt <laughs> It's a little, yeah, it's a little large. No, it's like Scrooge McDuck's uh, sleeping shirt. Perfect. <laughs> uh. Wait, did you actually watch that? Do you know what they said? They uh, had that that no, <laughs> I didn't either. I'm like, oh, good for them. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I, I listened to the God Bless football today. Do Do you think they played Goodell or No Dell if they actually? <laughs> Richard Roger Goodell because they did uh uh they played a game with Justin Tuck and it was one of those just in or just out or yeah tuck yes or tuck no I think it was like tuck yes or tuck no <laughs> what they played with them <laughs> tuck rule tuck yes tuck no <laughs> what do you what do you think he's gonna say <laughs> oh lord Oh. Well, um, let's see. We had other lopics written down. Let me pull them up. I don't remember what we were saying. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a longtime Pac-12 guy. Pac-10. They're going back. <laughs> they're yeah, going back. Yeah. They're going to revive that logo. <laughs> it just... Part of me, it's like, all right, well, I'm glad to see SC playing someplace where they'll have more TV exposure, bigger con, bigger TV deals, more money to spend, et cetera, et cetera. And granted, the um, the traveling kind of is a pain in the ass, but whatever. But on the flip side of it, it will make me sad to see basically see the Pac-12 go. I mean, it. It's falling apart, right? Like, everybody's going to start jumping ship, or we're going to end up with, like, the Carlsbad School for the Blind playing. Like, <laughs> that, I, I just made that up, but it might exist. I don't know. DeVry. DeVry have so much. Yeah. It's like the, the now defunct Trump University oh. running, running out um, their former squad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, although I was like, Gojo was talking about it earlier, and he said he thought the pack was going to be great this year, and it will be for another year or two. Well, like before this, we all it, fail. Yeah, I think all the big changes will start next year because definitely yeah. Colorado exits next year, USC, UCLA. Yeah. Um. So this. Oregon's still put, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I yes, think that's yes. probably the next domino to fall. Because they're not going to... I mean, Oregon's a big, legit program. And, like, I just can't see them sticking around in the pack for long term if yeah. they end up playing, like, yeah. SDSU and shit like that. Yeah, you you know Phil Knight is, like, he's, he's involved in, in so much. So he has to be out there trying to see what you know where his influence can be best used for 
that program. Probably and, so. Although Phil is like 114 now, isn't he? But I mean, he still has the influence, or someone, someone on his behalf yeah. is, is executing the the influence. And yeah, because it, it's been it's been rough. It's you know even like I, I have that that package and on. I haven't watched Pac-12 channel in so long. And and it's just really it's really sad. Only time I ever go there is if US if there's a USC game relegated to the Pac-12 channel. Other than that, it's just like buried someplace up in like the high 400s and I I don't fucking know. Yeah, I I think it's like they might end up having to settle with something like an an ion contract or the CW or Hallmark the Hallmark channel that's right or um I don't know do you go begging for anything to like Amazon why would I don't... Amazon touch the Pac-12 like why would they I mean if that was going to be their big if, I mean if they're going to do if they're going to get involved in college football they're they're waiting start. they're waiting for the SEC um contract with ESPN to come up and get into a bidding war for that. I mean, yeah, you got to be a big. It's got to be a big splash if you do that. Why is my head so red? <laughs> Just noticed that. Good anyway. question. Um, tweet at us, uh, listeners, why you think uh, Jeff's head is so red? Yes, please. I'd appreciate that. Uh, yeah. What are, yeah. You time, are you, what are you, what are you, are you playing something on your watch or are you timing us? No. I saw a, just a giant pause button. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, didn't mean to distract you. Um, yeah. So uh, let's pour it out for the pack 12. Um, if, if USC, my mouth. yeah, if USC, UCLA or Colorado, like make it to the Rose Bowl and win it, it'll be like a trivia question. But given that no one retains information anymore, it'll just be a Google search in like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Not even that, in like two years. <laughs> Who won the Rose Bowl in 2024? Dude, I don't know what, what you just said that made me think of this, but, and I know they've been talking about the Immaculate Grid a lot on, on the show. I've been doing basketball ones. Like there's a crossover grid, and it's the ultimate grid and the immaculate grid basketball. It is the most frustrating thing I have done in so fucking long. I have come to realize I'm really crap. Uh, Despite all of my years watching basketball, despite how much I love that damn sport, I am really crap at pulling old player names, especially when the uniforms look kind of similar. Like, Okay, did that guy play for Detroit or did he play for the 76ers? Uh, They're in the same part of the country. They're the same colors. And I'm trying to like visualize people in my head. And I, I, I probably lost like quite a bit of work time this week just staring at those goddamn things because I can't focus on anything else. As soon as I start, I'm locked in and I'm just like, fuck. Was that a vacuum or was it a leaf blower? 
blender blending it oh blender the ninja yeah love my ninja should i mean i was gonna say should we like name brands but whatever <laughs> yeah um i wonder if like with those grids if i haven't played one um it's infuriating yeah th there's enough to infuriate me that i don't need like someone's um pastime to do it for me well then uh, like some of but, them are but i wonder which franchises are underrepresented like um you know an immaculate grit where you're just like you know we won't get any of we don't get any cleveland or you know where's the love for the rays or I, I don't know or is it like a pretty decent where no you'll, I would say you'll find something you'll be like oh wow yeah you know from the you know the bullets era or well it depends know. some of them don't go back as far and then like for some of them like i think on one of the ones i play if you go with charlotte hornets it has to be the new charlotte hornets but then on the other one it counts the old charlotte hornets so not only uh, like I have to remember the different rules between them also, and I'm just ripping my goddamn hair out, messaging Sean, going like, "Who the fuck played for the Jazz and the Sixers?" <sighs> um, but yeah, God damn it, they're frustrating. But do you think, like, um, has been asked before that there is a that there that there is a certain level of of cheating with these with these games that some of the people that are posting perfect and the rarity scores and whatnot you're like no no fucking way well i'll tell you no no because i, I, I like there's pretty, some, like yeah i get like seven or eight out of nine like usually so i mean i can see like a lot of people getting it perfect but the one thing that i am gonna do Next time I have some time to kill at work, I've already looked this up. So I picked a. Can I, I have picked, an immaculate grid burner? No, <laughs> I, I I found a list online of the eleven players that played for the most different teams, and I'm just gonna sit there and write that list down over and over again until I remember it, because it's like, all right, Ish Smith played for thirteen teams, right? So salute, salute Tom Haberstroh. Yeah, so like on a given if you if you have no idea, oh yeah, well Ish is a decent guess. Well, if I memorize all the teams that each of those 11 guys played for, then mm -hmm. I'm going to have a real good chance at being able to fill in most of the holes. Baby. You going to you need a good mnemonic for that. It's De um, Denver. I don't know. Whatever you can up with. Yeah, well, it'll be a different one for each of the 11 people. Which will just confuse me more. Or, so or, just... or a song. Ishmith, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Why am I doing We didn't start the fire. We're going to get sued by so many people. I was proud of myself today, though. There was a Laker who was a top three pick and that should be pretty easy right but i went michael thompson mm -hmm. 
Only 1% of people picked Michael Thompson. I felt good about that. Love MT. Was it 1981? Was he first overall? Yes. I think he was. Yes. Suck on that one, Clay. Portland. Portland. Yep. Love MT. Let's get MT on the pod. (laughs) No, let's get Julie on the pod then she'll get us yeah Yeah. he's like the one guest we've never had that like it would be kind of like interviewing greg but it would be great also it's kind of like he's kind of like halfway between greg and bill walton if that person was a six foot ten jacked black bahamian man I think I think that sums him up pretty good. Uh yeah. My favorite story was when he stole the oh depending on your perspective, when he took the pie. <laughs> that was pretty good. The birthday pie. Uh it was my birthday. I thought it was for me. No, you have to pay for it. Well, someone paid for it. <laughs> the richest guy in the room and he's like, free stuff? Okay, I'm gonna take it. Bye. Range human being. Stop and get it gets us in and out, takes it home, takes it apart, customizes it, puts different buns on because the people who worked there touched the buns. <laughs> then enjoys it with some champagne and nuts. Uh, uh, I miss Michael. I haven't listened to that shit in too long. Um all right, well, what other topics do we have? Do we have anything else? Oh, man. So I'm going to go off the board here. But I went to CVS um, this afternoon. And for the life of me, I'm stuck on a question. And maybe there is no answer. Um, okay. Also, um, I'm going to put this out to the listeners. If you guys can think of a reason why this exists, please let us know. Why the hell are we making white loofahs? White loofah? Yeah. Or it's, I guess, you know, it's like the loofah poof, the shower poof. Uh So they have them, you know, in the, with all the body gels and whatever. And I saw them and my mistake was not taking a photo because, you know, it's my mind recently from, Chris Cody telling us about it, how he has two. One is for all over the body and one is for um, undercarriage. Yeah, and, and the back carriage as well. So when I saw these loofahs, I was like, you know, it's a, there's different colors. There's hot pink, there's green, there's blue, you know, purple, and then white. And I just thought, if you so really, this just if, comes down to like if you're cleaning your ass with it, you don't want it to be white. Yes, because particles. Yeah, I mean, I guess like a natural loofah is like pretty close to white, right? It's so, tannish, I mean, the, tan color. Tannish, yeah, tan. Yeah. What is that? What is a natural loofah? Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Is it like some sea sponge or some shit? Oh, I'm Googling this. Hold on. Yeah, because it's like the, the... But anyways, my back to my original question. Why are we putting in the 
the effort and energy into creating a white loofah when it appears to be the most dangerous game? Is that just an aesthetic thing for like the people that have like that want to like when you're staging um, a bathroom for like you're selling a house and you're staging a bathroom and the white coordinates. So you just pop in a white loofah. I'm going to guess just that's for that. not why they're sold that way. That would seem like a weird a weird product decision from the loofah manufacturer. Big, big, big loofah, please. You know, someone so from big loofah, like DM big loofah is targeting the the, uh, the staging industry? It, 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 it's, it's a conspiracy. It, it, it's a hand-in-hand thing to mess with me between HGTV and Big Lufa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I have an update for us. Chip and Joe are trying to drive me crazy. Some people think that all natural loofahs are made of sea sponge or dried coral because of their coarse spongy consistency. Mm. But natural loofahs are actually made from a gourd in the cucumber family. Now you know. So you're putting a cucumber in your under and back carriage. Yeah, something along those lines. And you never knew it. Yeah. Yeah, but like, once again, a white loofah just seems much like white underwear. Totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Like yeah, I I I, I get it. You know, there are people that if you want to that they prefer the white underwear because they think it's the it's that's it's as close to like natural rock cotton as possible. And sometimes, depending on what you're wearing, you you have to wear white. But it is so like, counterintuitive for the, for the yes for the wear and tear of it all. It just doesn't. It just no. It just seems like it's it. In the modern age, it should wow. not be. It's thing. actually called loofah plant. Hmm. We have a guest joining us. Let's see who it is. That's not a guest. <laughs> it's Big Loofah. Hi, Aaron. Jeanette. Oh, God. Are we still doing oh. this? Oh, my God. How are you? I am asking a question that may not have an I'm answer. Pee. I'll be right back. Aaron, okay. I, I pose this to Jeff and to the listeners. Why in the world are we make are they making white loofahs? White shower loofahs. Wouldn't that be the one color that when you use it to wash your body and certain areas of your body? Uh huh. That's the one color that you, with the particles and everything, you don't want to see in your bathroom. That that's probably true. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're spot on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't use the loofah. Period. Or even like white washcloths. Is it just like a thing of like? Somebody was like, well, some people like to see the the stuff, the part, the stuff that they've gotten off the their progress body. they've made. Yeah, where it's like 
a really good scrub and you see the dead skin cells and whatnot. So we're going to make it in white so that these people know that they've done good. Like I said, this yeah, is I don't really know what they were thinking when they did it. But people apparently buy them or they wouldn't make them, I guess. But I don't know. <sighs> so you miss us um, eulogizing or attempting to eulogize the Pac-12 and uh, <laughs> and attempting to um, predict their their TV contract. We're pretty much thinking it's either I on the CW or Hallmark Network, Hallmark <laughs> Channel. Yeah, well, um, it's the it's the Pac-12's own damn fault. They were too arrogant and thought they were too good. Back because a few years ago, they were about to get Oklahoma and Texas, but Oklahoma and Texas were only coming if Oklahoma State could come. And they're like, "No, we don't want Oklahoma State." It's like, okay, well then we won't come. And now they have nobody. Nobody wants to stay and nobody wants to join and save them. Yeah. They just lost fucking Colorado. Like, it, they're going to turn around here before long, and the only people left is going to be Cal and Stanford. <laughs> because they're the only two universities that seemingly give no shit whatsoever about sport. Well, they they do. They just um, are constantly like the younger sibling to they're, they're overshadowed by Oregon or USC or UCLA. You know, I don't know. I don't think their administration gives a damn. They, hmm. Well, I mean, Stanford, like, uh, as far as like women's their sports, Olympic it, sports are it, good. It, it, is, is incredibly elite. Yeah, um, their Olympic sports are good. Their baseball team's normally pretty good. But I, I, I guess I just mean the football. Yeah, well, I was going to say revenue sport, but I don't even know that football brings the revenue. Because most schools, football is the only sport that brings the revenue. Just about, I mean, outside of a handful, it, it's football, and then like Ole Miss has football and baseball, but we're like one of four schools where the baseball brings the revenue. And so I guess that's what I mean when I they don't I say I don't care about sports or they don't care about football. Oh well. So I, I I've got a topic. Yes. The floor is yours. All right. So. What are three foods or drinks that become the worst when they change from like their original serving temperature? So like it's a hot something when it gets cold, it's not, it's just terrible. Or if it's a cold something or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like for me, mine would be French fries. Like when they get cold, they suck. Yeah. Beer, when beer gets hot, it sucks. Oh yeah. Ugh. 
and eggs. When eggs get cold, they're disgusting. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, macaroni and cheese. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, because then it becomes pasty. And mm-hmm. and all of them are stuck together. Yeah, and the and the cold like the consistency of the noodle changes too because it's no longer you know fluidy and melty and cheesy. Yeah. Um I guess uh salads. Yeah, salad would be awful. Yeah, you're not gonna if it's all wilty and it just tastes like water on top of water and dressing. Yeah. That's not appealing. Tis not. I can't think of an, another one. So I can I can eat a cold quesadilla. Oh, I oftentimes we bring every time we have Mexican food, we end up coming home with happy quesadilla because Georgia will never eat her whole quesadilla. And I'll oftentimes just yank. Pull pull a slice out of the fridge, just cold, and eat it. Are we talking about boy and girl dinner? No. What? Uh, foods that when they're when they go from their original temperature to the opposite temperature get worse. Hot to cold, cold to hot. Oh well, raw fish gets real a lot worse when it gets hot. <laughs> Heron said. Beer. Um, beer, beer, yeah. I mean, warm just, beer. Well, it's not only that, but when a beer goes from hot to cold to hot to cold, it fucks up the beer. So, like, even if you have it cold later on, if it's been sitting in the heat too long, it'll fuck up the beer. It'll taste funny. Not that I know much about beer drinking. Speaking of which. Aaron, even though you're not talking to me, um, scope this thing. This here's a little Yeti koozie. Jeanette, please inform Jeff that I have like four of those. Do you have the, t- the tall boy one that fits? I do have the tall boy one. Yeah, well, the tall boy one is the key, man. I thought it would only fit a 16 ounce beer, but if you slip it out the top, it'll fit a 19.2 ounce beer too. Congratulations. It's great. It's wonderful. I love it. It matches my kayak, and I take it out of my kayak with me. I like teal. I'm trying to decide if I need to bring this wood into the garage tonight or just wait and get it out when I need it. What are the chances of somebody breaking into your car for wood? Well, I'm just saying, do I want to put forth the effort to go ahead and get it out? Oh, so it's not a security concern here? No, I don't even lock my truck. Oh shit, man! I don't keep anything, anything nice, anything expensive at all in my car. I got two iPads in here. I've got prescription pills. No, I don't lock my shit. Mm. Nobody's gonna walk up here. This isn't California, guys. Guess not. (laughs) Um. I had somebody take my... I left my backpack with my laptop in my car once by accident. 
and somebody broke in and got it and it was a coach backpack and it was really nice and i'm still upset about it but that i had this binder that i had a whole bunch of notes and shit in that was in my backpack and i'm just like fuck me like i don't know if i have client social security numbers in there or what like this isn't good so i started walking down like the path next to my house i just found that motherfucker underneath a bush got my binder back but didn't get my sweet coach backpack very disappointed still about that motherfucker walking around with a backpack it was a gift it was a nice gift it was so comfortable the leather was so soft i got i got a question for you guys if something happened to me today that i got a new drill oh would you get you got a dewalt yeah i got a new saw too I I'm a DeWalt boy. I got all my all my power tools are DeWalt except for my uh my pneumatic stuff. My all my are DeWalt and then my last drill shattered in my car wreck and I thought I'd fixed it, but it shit out on me, so I had to new one. But they had a bundle package at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. For a saw, a drill, a battery, and a charger for one sixty nine. What do you get? Like a little reciprocating saw, or you get a circular? Circular. Nice. Yeah, dude. I still have the. Uh, I still have the Dewalt cordless combo pack that I got when I was fifteen, and that shit's like getting pretty. Like, there's no rubber left on the grip on that drill at all. It's all beat to fuck. Like a thirty-year-old drill, then. Yes, because I got it when you were fifteen. I'll be forty-five next week. But I thought, um, but love good, love a good new power tool. That's always super fun. Sometimes I go to, sometimes I go to Harbor Freight and buy one, even though I don't need it, just for an excuse to go buy one. I bought this at Harbor Freight yesterday. Just I because. have that same one from Harbor Freight. How about jigsaw. That? It gets the job done. It does. I used it to to uh to cut the cutting board I used for the fish finder mount that I built for my kayak. Hmm. Worked great. Yeah, hard you know you guys, you know like that King Starboard, like hard plastic shit they use for like cabinetry on boats. One piece of that mm-hmm. shit, like a 12 by 12, is crazy expensive. So I just bought a hard plastic cutting board and used that instead. We're pretty damn good. Tell you what. Yeah, my my jigsaw, my drill, my weed eater, and my hose all kicked the bucket within four days of each other. Oh, that's brutal. So I bought a new drill. Someone gave me a brand new steel weed eater and then uh i bought a new hose and a, oh, do you, you use know, a normal hose or do you use like the bungee ones that curl up no fuck those bungee ones they're so expensive i like the bungee ones i just buy them on amazon and they're like you can get a cheap one and then when it goes to shit well yeah they're still expensive out. there's no reason re- oh, 100 foot hose 
should cost uh fifty dollars. Yeah, man, I think I spent twenty nine ninety nine on mine, but it's only a fifty footer. But still, they this are convenient. It keeps kinking, but I guess that's what I get when I buy freaking thirty dollar hose. Yeah. Now, now if that wasn't if that was one of those one of those soft hoses, it wouldn't be kinking, would it? Yeah. Well, I had to buy all sorts of new things at the same time, so I didn't really have that option. Now, let me ask you this: This is the important question. When you were at uh, Harbor Freight, did you look at the gigantic, like, six-foot-long monkey wrench and seriously yep. consider it? I did. You can't go in there and not see that thing and think, like, man, I know I don't need it, but I want it. I bought an eight-pack of screwdrivers just because they were $3. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, these needle nose are 89 cents. Why not? I bought, yeah. I bought some clamps. I didn't. The, the one thing I actually needed was a damn saw horse. I didn't buy that. A what? Saw horse. Oh, uh, yeah. So now I'm using a uh, Rubbermaid tote as my saw horse wh- yeah, while nice. I build my workbench. Mm-hmm. 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 Jeanette, you liking anyway. this, this tool talk or what? Yeah. Oh, I got another lopic. All right. All right. The aliens come down. You're the American tour guide. What three places in America are you taking them to? Um, do, does me taking them to these places save us from their wrath or condemn us Ooh, to, I think, to I annihilation? Really just- I was just thinking more so that the aliens would get a good understanding of America. Oh, uh, Waffle House. Where? Uh, a southern one. Like Atlanta. Yeah. The no, deep- it needs to be. It needs to be like in a at like an hour outside of it. So. I, I, I a Waffle House just seems like a great place to take them. The DMV. Hmm. Yep. So that maybe they definitely kill us. They they can maybe they can have sympathy for us for the for the fact that you make even with an appointment the amount of like just minutia it takes to get an ID. We don't just have to make appointment. You don't have to either. It's just it, it if you don't, it's a lot worse. We don't have to make fifteen minutes. Um, Still an undergrad, so her she got a Texas license, and he went down there. And uh, I'm gonna assume I'm Houston. Going, she had to get a new license. I'm gonna assume that they have like the ability to travel back in time, which we don't. So I would suggest we travel back in time to that Super Bowl where the power went out. I think it was like the Ravens Niners Super Bowl. Mm. And that's what I would do. Those are the three places, events in America that I would take the aliens to. I don't know what okay, that so just I don't know America, what the end though, result right. of that is. Well, he said the American experience. Yeah, no, he's right. You know, I was thinking outside outside the country, but then you said 
and that re- reminded me. Did oh, you know what? Experience. Hmm. Uh, and then I would also show them a photo of Diane Feinstein currently. And I don't know. And be the like, video of Mitch McConnell trying to talk. No, I would just show them that photo and I would just be like, there's millions of us like this. Yeah. What you going to do, fool? But I think that would antagonize them. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would Killer. just, I'd just <laughs> look. I would just, yeah, like, I'm trying to think of like, we'll the confuse three worst you with places. Senate bills. I was trying to think of like the three worst places I could take them. So, like, they'd just be like, all right, let's just put these people out of their the misery I- and just, yeah, yeah, Riverside, <laughs> Riverside for sure. Um, let's see, like, no, honestly, I'm trying to think of the three that I would take them to. Um, so, like, a pot shop in California. Um, I'm trying to think something would have to be on the west coast something would have to be on the east coast and then something like in the middle where they're like oh this is the world's biggest here. strawberry in Iowa or yeah the- okay so like yeah or like the world's biggest like ball of uh, a rubber band ball or something I think that's no, somewhere see, I already realized we messed up we should it's the San Onofre power plant. So we could be like, oh, they're the tits. Yeah, because it looks like tits. Okay, yeah. So that, um, let's see. Um, Things that look like body parts. Washington Monument. Yeah, uh, 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 I mean, I guess I guess DC would be a good place. <laughs> the Pentagon, because it, right, it looks like, like an anus. Well, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, like getting like, a good picture of the whole country. We yeah, a good picture of the whole country. Let's put them in the bubble that is DC. Yeah, I guess DC doesn't make sense. Definitely understand the rest of the country. I've never been to DC. I don't fucking know. I, um, I, I love DC. I'm not gonna lie, but but no, I'm thinking like, yeah, like Southern California somewhere, probably LA somewhere. Like take them to like uh, uh, Pink's Tacos or something. Pink's Tacos, Pink's Hot Dogs, King Tacos maybe. Um, yeah, uh, you don't like King Tacos? I like King Tacos. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've never been. The only place on the East Coast I've been before is Florida, and I don't want to send them there. Maybe the Big Chill, yeah, you know, down in the Keys, <laughs> that'd be good. You can hang with Jimmy Johnson. Um, and then yeah, I think like where my sister-in-law's farm is in the middle of bumfuck Ohio. Or they can just be like, oh, I have no. one. I have one. Take him to. I'll take back my, my Feinstein thing. Go to San Antonio. Take oh. him to a Spurs game. Point out Wemby and be like, he's one of y'all, right? No, see, I thought you were. Gonna say I would show the them the. I would show them the video of like the mariachi singing the Wemby song and be like, "We are treating your kind well here. We are compassionate." I thought you were gonna say take him to San Antonio and have him rock, walk the river walk with Charles, um, which would also show them be- how unimpressive the Alamo is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, some guys were here and they were getting shot at, and then they died. End of the story. Cool, right? They they talk when you grow up. They talk it up like it's just an awesome thing, and you walk up and it's the size of a fucking shed. We'll see I, when it's harder to pick the places when you don't know if it's going to antagonize them or it might appease them. 
That's why I was like, so, let me just throw the Wemby thing in there. So the number one place I'm taking them is the Memphis Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> I was just thinking it as soon as, as soon as you started talking, I'm like, he's going to say the fucking pyramid, isn't he? And I'm going to say, you see this? This is this is the finest of civil engineering, the greatest architecture. We have these everywhere. <laughs> no, and that's what the fuck they're for. Have some jerky. Bass uh, Pro also has the best uh, licorice, for the record. I would take them to Good America. I feel like Times Square gets you a pretty, at least halfway decent taste of a different part of the country. Until they see the naked cowboy. It seems like that's like go take it to like ramens, though. It's like. Well, uh, oh, probably. you know no, who's the obvious could... one? The obvious one to think of. You take him to a Kings game to light the beam. And, like, we've been trying to communicate with you. See? So it's two basketball games? We're... So we're just no, making it all basketball centric? No, it's well, a bass technically pro shop the, now. Well, the pyramid used to be a basketball. That's where the Grizzlies used to play. Well, yeah, it's true. All right, what's your number three, Aaron? Uh, I'm torn between like out in the middle of like I don't know Oklahoma or Nebraska because let me tell you, ain't shit out there. That's um, what I'm saying. They need to get a feel like for the Panhandle of Texas or Area 51. Let them go see if they have any homeboys locked up. Mm. It's like, so what can you tell me about this? Yeah. I imagine all aliens talking like the aliens from um, E.T.? No, Mars Attacks. Uh. Also, can I just say, is everyone just going to, is everyone just purposefully ignoring the fact that the guy that testified yesterday or whenever it was simply said non-human life forms at a site of a crash? He never once said non-Earth life forms. That's what Pablo was talking about. It's like, well, what if it's what if it's a gopher? Like that's yeah, not literally. a non-human. Lydia Lydia last night was like, they said there's non-human life forms around the crack or around that. And I, I said, Lydia, I could walk outside and bring you back inside a non-human life form in like two seconds. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah. There's non-human life forms in this house. It's true. But I for one Hope that the aliens have been here and that they're everywhere and that we're totally unaware of it, but it's actually happening because Adam Silver. Uh, because Adam Silver and also just because. Well, no, Adam Silver is an alien. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be like proof, right? Like, but, but also just because I think like the entertainment value would be really high for me. Like, at least for a couple of days with my short attention span now. But, like, you know, like an I, alien I, lands in, like, New Mexico and gets out and is like, hey, I'm Ted. Well, no I'm one would from... ever fucking know. But, but if but it was if in we... New Mexico. Well, that's a good point. Like, maybe alien lands in, like, you know, Cerritos or. Idle Square. La Puente. And just like, hey. That's. Uh, I, I, I'm. 
I'm Ted. How are you? That's why my like biggest um, one of the biggest disappointments I had um, a couple years ago was when Adam Silver was in the commercial for Men in Black International. The fact that they didn't do a, a CGI thing of him being an alien, like removing and that's like that would have been a great like joke, especially for I think you know. So I'm like he could like he could have like if I'm pretty sure they probably pitched it to him and he just considers himself like as an MBA commissioner like that's beneath me to pretend to be an alien or whatever but it would have been funny if it would, if that would have happened and this has been laughter the club um <laughs> joining us tonight was Aaron and Jeanette and I'm Jeff don't be assholes yeah, don't be assholes. Let's leave you with that. Don't be assholes. And also, if anybody can go, if anybody wants to go, purchase the gigantic um, monkey wrench from Harbor Freight and sends me a picture that it happened, I will reimburse you up to $11.50. I don't think anything in there costs more than $11.50. I know. I thought it was been pretty generous. All right. Thanks, everybody.